0: He was one of the youngest politicians to enter the Senate at the age of 30, and at the age of 77, he became America's oldest president. But what about the life in between? This is Joe Biden.
1: Guys, we're all so good at music. I think we should (laughs) get rid of the podcast and just become musicians. Like, that actually sounded very similar to that um, Mongolian throat band you, you, you listened to. They're fucking
0: awesome. Don't slag like them. They're brilliant. There's two of them as well. <laughs> they brought out the album called, the, they're doing Tuvan throat singing, like T-U-V-A, and the album they brought out is called Back Tuva Future. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've all heard that song a lot. Like, I've played it in my car a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, and- but it's very hard to tell when it's, you playing that song or when it's someone clearing their throat with Just utter like... shite <laughs> well connor me and you tried a couple of times to be
0: successful musicians but you can't sing and well i guess i can't sing and i can't play and i'm not
1: very good at, i'm uh, as I'm about, to, I'm about to say i'm not very good at guitar but i'm also rubbish at guitar i have no you, musical ability but whatsoever. you
0: know you were good for drinking you were very good for like it, everyone's drunk connor's got a guitar let's yeah, I can play Wonderwall. Yeah, yeah. No, and
2: Redemption Song. And oh, Redemption Song. Redemption, we got a little pro here. Yeah. Dara Heard, have, have you ever performed? Have I ever performed? No, not in a musical sense, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah, just cabaret. Dara just does cabaret. Yeah, yeah.
0: High end, Broadway. <laughs> I feel like, no, I don't think I've heard you sing. I think you sang a little bit when we were on that big hike together. But That was the extent of it.
2: That was just to get me
0: through. Oh, God, yeah, I was just screaming songs by the end of it. <laughs> just to not thinking about walking in the rain for two hours. Which hike was this? Oh, this is
2: your Wicklow Way hike. The, the wicklow Wee. Four days.
0: Four? Five days in the rain? Five days. Uh, five days of hiking, and three of them were in the pissing rain, I think.
1: But it's okay, because at least you're in lovely hammocks.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> 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 telling everyone, oh, we're in hammocks, by the way. We're not in regular tents. We're hammock people. And hammocks are significantly more inconvenient than tents. You
1: mm.
0: Yeah, you're looking to buy a tent, aren't you? Um, I don't know. I, I want to do more through hiking um, and I, I wouldn't mind a good setup for like warm warmth.
2: Hammocks are warm to be fair. Mm. Oh, those first
0: two nights were amazing. Amazing sleeps. Then what happened? Uh, then there was the rainy night. Do you remember the branch that fell down nearly hit me? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm not really exaggerating. I like to exaggerate, but this was probably within about like four to five meters of my hammock. I heard in the middle of the night a massive fucking branch fall.
1: Yes. Dara um, how did you get that branch to fall that close to
0: him <laughs> <laughs> You're just up on the tree cutting it <laughs> Jumping up
2: and down
0: Like imagine you don't want to get wet Because getting wet is the worst thing to sleep When you're sleeping in a hammock or tent And like what we're tying our trees to Or what we're tra- tying our hammocks to Are trees where the water is literally Pouring down it like a shower Like it was, it was so wet It was impossibly wet
2: we don't like to talk about it though.
0: No. Well, we do actually. We like to gripe about it more than celebrate that we did it. <laughs> we just like to complain. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then plan another one.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now, speaking of hammocks, uh, Biden. <laughs> anyone? Anyone got a segue? Uh, speaking of things that swing low, like an old pensioner's testicles? No.
1: <laughs> That's exactly where I was thinking. I, was like, I can't say it. <laughs> Oh, you can say it. Definitely say it. How to lose any American listener immediately? I mean, Republicans—are we not going for them? Uh, yeah, I suppose we could. Yeah. The Belgians, great
0: bunch of lads. The, the, <laughs> the early, the early people who listen to our podcast—the Belgians—who
1: famously <laughs> love low-hanging testicle jokes.
0: For anyone listening, we uh, we put the podcast up like quietly on a website or on our website because you have to wait about a month. And for some reason, people in Belgium have listened to it. That makes it well, sound people. like a lot of people. Person.
1: <laughs> one guy. <laughs> one Belgian person no, stumbled I upon I think it. there was two guys. I Ooh. think one guy listened to two episodes. Which one of you is using okay. a VPN? Let's face it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. are we going to talk about Joe Biden? We are indeed. President Joe Biden. Sorry. President, yeah. president you, oh, had many sorry.
0: monikers, but currently president.
2: Sorry. I, just remind me. On Twitter, Twitter, I saw when someone, when Biden was elected, someone went, he's... Uh, Biden will never be my president and um, that person got a load of abuse from Americans going he was democratically elected and all and he's like he eventually got back to no 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 I'm in India so he won't be
0: president (laughs) (laughs) you never know he's he's a young man he might Hmm. be the next president of India who knows he plays his cards right
2: (laughs) so where do we even Uh, start okay Okay, well hang on that's, why yeah let's discuss the link between Joe Biden and Ireland I guess that's, Exactly that's
0: why why did we pick Joe Biden for a podcast event Ireland who can figure that out
1: I mean to be fair I don't know if uh, if you know who Joe Biden is I don't think you can avoid the fact that he's Irish he kind of shouts it from rooftops He does um, it's bit, yeah, sure, so even, he, Ob-
0: even Obama took the Irish thing for a while like yeah, presidents just love to get the Irish vote it must be a big feckin vote in the states
1: Yeah well Obama yeah his family were from what's that place called Obama Plaza. Obama Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. If people aren't from Ireland, we have a petrol station named after Obama, which I think is the <laughs> highest honor we can give anyone. <laughs> um so uh what's the name of that town? Where's he from again? It's uh, Moneygall. Money Gall. is it money? Yeah, okay. Moneygall. Gall. And there's it's a pub lovely. there who we stopped there actually there on our way back from Limerick, didn't we? To yeah, we lost a match, Yeah. yeah. And yeah, there's lots of Obama stuff. The pictures of him everywhere. They're living off it, which is probably why. So at the minute uh, when Biden got elected, Mayo jumped up, the county Mayo jumped up and were like, oh, he's his great grandfathers from here. And they like, I don't know, big money in Mayo, like pushed out the narrative that he was from there. But he's got another great grandfather who was from Carlingford and County Louth as well. So but everyone just seems to be saying, oh, no, he's from Mayo. He's from Mayo. Because I think they really want a new petrol station. <laughs> it probably would do good for, ter- Do it probably would do well for tourism. So yeah, Joe Biden has, so he has famous Irish cousins from Louth, actually. So they're fifth cousins, which is a bit much, but it's, I mean, who's the only famous Louth people you can think of?
0: I don't know. All I'm thinking right now is can fifth cousins marry? <laughs> How far up the line can you go before you can't marry? It depends. If... How desperate are you for a, a, a partner? <laughs> you... It's been a while.
1: <laughs> it depends. If you're royalty, you can go pretty close. I think you can go like.
0: Oh uh, yeah, but then you get the genetic yeah. defects. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know how true that is, but you know the whole like you hold your teacup properly with your finger out. I don't know if mm-hmm. this is true or not, but I heard that that happened because uh, like of inbreeding and early onset arthritis. So that's how like people held, held their cup. And then the middle class, when they came up, saw that all the like upper echelons were doing that. So they copied it and that became the way you do it. What? The hot Again, don't know if it's true, but... I'll take it. I'm not too fussy. I'll take yeah. it. This
2: isn't a history podcast, it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Loose fact. Uh, but yeah, his famous <laughs> Irish cousins are Rob and Dave Kearney. Oh. So he was actually at the game where Ireland beat... Who, who are uh, we should probably D. explain yeah it. yeah <laughs> uh so there are two irish rugby players so basically he's very proud of being irish and it was demonstrated very clearly when did you see the clip of the bbc reporter who asked him for a uh asked him for like a, a comment yeah i enjoyed yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's "If yeah we, we uh we might can we add that in yeah of course yeah so we'll play that clip now Mr. Biden, a quick word for the BBC.
0: The BBC, I'm Irish. It's, for anyone who's not from Ireland, it's, it's very funny how prominent the 2020 elections were in Ireland. And maybe it's because everybody was just tired of COVID. But American politics is huge in this country. So, like, my, my own mother was glued to the TV for about three weeks straight. So, you know, and maybe it was the fact that it was Trump, who was a rather controversial president. But either way, it was just something that all of Ireland watched religiously. Yeah. for a couple of weeks so
1: and when biden when it was announced that biden won in carlingford and in Ballina, where his great-grandparents were both from um they uh, they had like celebrations a big cardboard cutout was going around carlingford and everyone was getting their photo taken <laughs> of it. which is very good <laughs> so bizarre yeah. we've covered his irish background there and just to go about his life so he's born in 1942 and he was born in scranton pennsylvania which I know Dara will be very excited about. That is. The is office. that where
0: the office? Yeah. yeah is that? Was that
1: where the office is based? Yeah. In Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. So in another lifetime, he could have been Michael Scott. Or Dwight. Or Dwight. Tw-
0: <laughs> you know, he has some pretty funny gaffes that we'll get to later. Um, that I just I find hilarious. So he, yeah, he he did say some stuff that sounded really Michael Scotty.
1: Well, yeah, that was one of the things that came out about him in his early life. He wasn't too articulate and he seemed to put his foot in his mouth a lot. So in school, apparently he was a very poor student, but he was also class president, which he seems to be in popular and and already getting votes. Went to college. Yeah, he had the heart, but none of the the brains. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or limited brains. That's exactly what you want in a president. Uh, He went to, he did go to college in Delaware and then he went to, to Syracuse to do law, which is, I think, like a really well thought of law program but again he didn't like excel he was in the bottom half of the class but it's like okay can I, can I tell you a fun fact about syracuse oh yeah so i've been there and there's a I
2: can't remember is that your fact
1: know some facts about syracuse? <laughs> i've been I've there been end there. of fact
2: <laughs> that is all <laughs> <laughs> no I, I think it's called republican hill i can't remember uh but on, on the top of this hill there's an irish pub and the Obviously, traffic lights are usually um, red, uh, orange and green. But because it's a Republican Hill, the people there didn't want the orange above the green. So they kept turning the traffic light the other way around. So it would go green, orange, red. And they kept doing this. The police or the traffic wardens would turn it back around and then the locals would turn it back around again. And they just eventually left it. So the light now is always at green, orange and red. That's
0: <laughs> hilarious.
1: So once he graduated from Syracuse, he worked in a law firm for a couple of years, eventually started getting into politics, was originally an independent, and then redeclared as a Democrat. So Biden's first foray into politics really was in 1970, so he's 28, and he ran for a district council seat, which I think is like county council, I think. Um... So he won that election, and then two years later, he went for the Senate. So he was 30 when he got into the Senate.
2: Yeah, so we're looking at 1973 at this stage, and he was the sixth youngest senator ever to be sworn in to the House. Uh, So, yeah, pretty good achievement for him. Just one quick thing uh, that we didn't get to
0: early on. He's known for having a stutter when he was younger, so his classmates used to call him Dash, because apparently that's like Morse code. like dash dash dash. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <the
2: name>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he, he spent his early 20s kind of getting rid of that but um well apparently you can still kind of see it sometimes in the way he speaks a little bit. I haven't really noticed it though but I have seen him get a bit jarred. like he he does mix up his words occasionally but maybe that's related to the stutter maybe that's just you're speaking a lot on a lot of podiums every single day maybe it's just something that comes with that.
1: Yeah, I saw that he got rid of his stutter by reading poetry and reciting poetry in the mirror okay I guess it whatever floats your boat kind of like the was that the king's speech isn't it yeah yeah yeah
0: boring movie yeah that's story he gets rid of it he gives a speech
2: <laughs> really boring movie
1: spoiler much be better <laughs> um
2: Honestly. i've never seen it
1: yeah i actually haven't Bonnet. seen it either because for those reasons where i thought okay i yeah i know the plot of this movie now
0: before we jump into the next part i just want to talk about his it. private life really quickly So at the age of 24, he married... Is it Nelia? Or Nelia?
1: It's N-E-I-L-I-A. What did you guys get? I thought Nelia.
0: Yeah, Nelia looks about right. It's a a bizarre name Mm. either way. But anyway, he married her in 1966. And there's a funny story that when he first met her mother, she asked him what does he want to do for a living. And he informed her that he intended to become the President of the United States.
2: Oh, that's very American. Yeah. I bet she was like, this fucking (laughs) eejit.
0: Get out. Do not just say librarian or something. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? I once had had a girl who in all earnestness told me that she was going to become the president of the United States. Did she? No, no. She took a load of magic mushrooms.
2: (laughs) And now she does become president. You have that over
0: her. She was so convicted. She was like, I am becoming president. She was so convicted.
1: That doesn't bode well for a presidency. (laughs) not the right word convinced anyway no conviction ah whatever she had such conviction you could have said
0: true Um, i like to speak the way i speak anyway they had three kids together beau hunter and naomi
1: so even though he had graduated in law and was working uh, as a clerk in a law office he decided that law wasn't for him so he moved more towards politics so he went to um So in 1970, he ran for a district council seat, which is like a local government, county council. I'm thinking like Parks and Rec kind of people. Um, He was Leslie Note basically. So he was 28 at this stage. Um, And he served there for two years. And then that's when his opportunity came up to run for a Senate seat. So it was 1972,
2: I think. Yeah. And then it was in January 1973 when he was sworn into the Senate. And interestingly he was the sixth youngest senator in u.s history at the age of 30 so he's doing quite well for himself yeah like for a man that didn't actually really want to get into the politics but i guess that's probably a good thing you know anyone that wants to be in po- politics at a young age is probably a bit of an oddball anyway yeah yeah well
0: there's a reason that um i have another stat here saying that he was also one of the listed as one of the least wealthy government officials like literally he was 577 out of 581 in 2014 but he kind of says the reason, like, I you know, I'm, I'm not that wealthy, is because I went straight into politics. Whereas some people would have had a life or worked maybe quite a fancy job and then went into politics. He basically went in as young as he can, like, as young as he physically can.
1: Yeah, I think senators aren't paid that well in the U.S. Isn't that like part of the problem with um, like the lobbyists? No
2: They they them off. Yeah.
1: So that's the theory that they don't pay them well enough. Like, well. They don't, that's the theory, that they don't pay senators a lot, so companies can come in and offer them huge amounts of money. So even though that was obviously a great time for him, a very exciting time to be in the Senate, uh, but just, we should mention that weeks after he had been elected into the Senate, he um, his wife and their kids were in, in a car crash. Um, so his wife, Nelia, was driving the three young kids, and they were like hit by a truck at an intersection, And unfortunately, his wife and their one-year-old, Naomi, died. Uh, But Beau and Hunter uh, both survived with injuries. And they were only like two and three at the time as well.
0: He was actually sworn into the Senate in Beau's hospital room.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty pretty heavy stuff. Yeah, and Mm. that's why he he decided not to move to Washington, D.C. So obviously his kids were recovering. So one had a broken leg and the other had um, head injuries. So he decided to commute from Delaware to DC every day, which is like a 90 minute train ride each way. And he did that.
0: Yeah, it's 75 minutes here. But either way, that's yeah. so long. <laughs> yeah, but he
1: did that like for his whole Senate career. Then it became his thing. Yeah. And it kind of... Over like, 30 years. Yeah, which is just a, it's a long time to commute for three hours a day.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, he, I, I, I've heard that he used to call like the Amtrak crews his family and he'd have barbecues for them. And yeah, he he, he obviously really appreciated what they did
1: yeah and i wonder is that like a bit of a i mean it's it's definitely used in a political sense is that was like oh he's an every man he takes the train like us you know he wasn't hmm. you know private blue collar yeah
0: it works but i guess it didn't work too well for biden since uh it took him three different campaigns before he actually became elected president
2: before we focus on the presidential elections we'll go back to biden's early time in the senate Um At the beginning he was focusing on the very interesting topics of consumer protection which i'm sure would just bore most people um but and a bit more relevant to even today you can see him focusing on this quite a lot is environmental issues so back in the 70s that was probably unheard of biden in an interview in 1974 described himself as a liberal on civil rights and liberties but he would consider himself a conservative on many other issues such as abortion and military conscription
1: Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Dara's been trying this now for about five minutes and he's not getting the word conscription. Um, We're not helping him at all. Proud of you. Oh my God, that
2: was...
1: (laughs) The little man who could. Mm. Dara hates military conscription so much he can't even say it.
2: Can't even say it. I hope we're going to cut all of that out.
1: That's why I added in a little explanation there. I know you did. So we can leave it in. (laughs)
0: So Biden's had a pretty long uh, political career. His first run for president happened in 1988. It took him three attempts and he finally succeeded. But in 1988, his campaign was dogged by, well, it was just a bad campaign, really, to be honest. Um, It was riddled with missteps, and a lot of the quotes he made during his speeches didn't actually happen. Like he said, he marched with the civil rights leaders, or I marched for civil rights. He didn't. (laughs) He just had a tendency to get carried away when he spoke. So, which I think is kind of funny given his competition, competition in the 2020 election, because it seems like the two, Biden and Trump, were both quite similar in the way they'd get carried away and rambling with their words. I can definitely relate. So his campaign in 1988 was cut short because he was accused of plagiarizing some campaign speeches. Biden's 1988 campaign was ultimately unsuccessful, and Michael Dukakis went on to become the Democratic candidate who ultimately lost to George Bush Sr. in that election. And so began the Bushes. 1988 was also the year where Biden underwent surgery for a brain aneurysm. So he had a lot in his plate between a brain aneurysm and also running for president. So yeah, probably quite, not his best year.
2: Yeah, it was quite odd because it was it was severe neck pain. He thought he had, and then all of a sudden he just yeah had a massive massive surgery that
1: came to a head.
2: Oh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> We're in the 90s now, and Biden was going to run for the 92. A presidential election but for a number of reasons he just went against it linking what we said earlier on biden was very liberal in some cases but conservative in others in 93 biden voted for the provision that deemed homosexuality incompatible with military life thereby banning gays from serving in the military forces
1: yeah and that's kind of it speaks to his flip-flopping again because you saw recently he repealed some um laws about trans people in the military so
2: yeah, he, I guess he's done what a lot. Lo, sorry, he's done what a lot of politicians have done, and just kind of jumped on the bandwagon of what's on trend at the moment. Yeah, yeah, what's
0: popular at the time, or what what'll get you the most clout, or what'll get mm. you the most people on your side.
2: Yeah, and again, speaking to this, uh, in '96, then he voted for the Defence of Marriage Act, which prohibited the federal government uh, from recognizing same-sex marriages. So, really? yeah, that same act was overturned in 2015.
1: So if we skip ahead, now we're in the 2000s. Do we have a term for that? The first 10 years of the 2000s? The naughties. The naughties. I never liked it, but
0: yeah, it's called the naughties. The
1: naughties. Uh so obviously the biggest thing that happened in the early naughties in the US was the 9/11 attacks. So that was 2001 and he was all for taking military action. So his exact quote was whatever it takes, we should do it in 2002 about um, launching the Afghanistan war and yeah he was all about the Iraq war and a big big support of it at the start Um, but by 2006 he had changed his mind and he was starting to oppose it a little bit he was really against a troop surge in 2007 which is where they were just going to pump a load of extra troops in uh, which is interesting because one of the things he ran for in his first senate run when he ran for election in the first senate He was against the Vietnam War and against pumping more troops in. So it's almost like, yeah, he kind of came back to that. One of the solutions he said about Iraq uh, as a way of like pulling out is he said they should divide Iraq into a loose federation of three ethnic states, uh, which is something that America have done, obviously, in Korea and Vietnam. They tend to see this as a great way to do it, just to split countries into their ethnic groups. So it would have been... Well, isn't
0: there a lot of Kurds in Iraq who want that right now? Yeah, so it would be... Sp- isn't Kurdistan part of Iraq? Yeah, so he or wanted Kurds split it. into yeah.
1: the Sunni, the Kurd, and the Shiite states. I, I, I don't know how that occurred to him, but Sunni realized that it was a Shiite idea. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, how many hours? How many hours? Where's the Kurd?
0: Where's the Kurd? It occurred to him.
1: <laughs> it occurred to him that sun-, sun... That would have been good. That's what I said. Oh, it I don't oh, know sorry. how that okay. occurred to him, but Sunni realized that it was a Shiite idea. I got them all in. I was chuffed. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: glad I'm editing.
1: <laughs> you can't cut this bit out. This is too good. Watch me. Oh.
2: I guess we have to look at this in the lens that he was running for the 2008 election again. So he's he was trying to get support for his own policies here.
1: Was he planning on going running as president then?
2: Yeah, so for two thousand and eight, he ran against Barack Obama for the and Hillary Clinton for the Democratic nomination. Yeah, uh, okay,
1: yeah.
0: But then he was yeah. encouraged to step down because they believed Hillary would
2: be the best chance at getting in. Yeah, so he just he had bad numbers coming back, and he wasn't raising funds and stuff like that
0: but also i heard another interesting one about biden and obama they famously didn't get along they didn't like each other they didn't like each other's styles at all they gradually just kind of built a friendship and they ended up like obviously having like what do they call biden bros when obama was in office with biden they were famously friendly with each other or they had a famous friendship i guess like me and you Dara. are
2: we friends (laughs) i don't know
0: (laughs) feeling feckers
2: no Something to do with the herd, I don't know. Um
0: the herd the herds herds herd concubines. Is that a woman? A woman's a concubine, yeah. isn't
1: That's it? like a mistress.
0: You guys are my concubines.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> You're very desperate. <dead>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah lockdowns yeah. affecting some oh. of us a lot worse than others.
0: <laughs> So we should, now. Will probably be the time where we talk about his shortcomings because, of course, he was not perfect. And he, look, he had a very long and illustrious career. Are we, so it's understandable are we actually going to talk be, about
1: his shortcomings? That's a bit personal.
0: Yeah, I've got a whole. I ch- like, <laughs> I got a whole chapter. I was like, we're not talking about his girth, Connor. <laughs> but yeah, it was like I said earlier on. Anyway, he was known to be a little bit rambly when he was talking, and he also had a tendency to kind of go off script and say stuff that wasn't necessarily true, which I find very funny because when he ran against Trump in 2020, Trump also had a similar kind of style. So you can imagine the two of them just rambling away for a while, which maybe was the first presidential debate, because that was a bit it got a little bit nasty to be honest. Didn't they have to start muting everyone's mics, wasn't that they did, and then it was kind of boring. And it was a normal debate, so people were less interested <laughs> by the second one. <laughs> they were interested in the first one. Or there. He had to end up telling Trump to shut up, which was funny.
1: Oh, yeah, um, remember
0: that. Not something you want to see on presidential debates or whatever. You should go out and
1: vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly going to pack you the feel. Court? Let vote now. Are you going to pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because, you that because question? Because the you question want to put is a lot of the question Supreme Supreme is, Supreme is, is you the radical is, left. Will you who shut up, on, man? Listen. Who is on your list, Joe? This, this who's is your so, right, gentlemen. This I think we've ended this. Is court? We are
2: not going to give a list. We have ended.
0: But yeah, there's a couple of couple of quotes I have here about him. And, you know, someone said, Biden is not an academic. He's not a theoretical thinker. He's a great street pole. He comes from a long line of working people in Scranton. Auto salesmen, car dealers, people who know how to make a sale. He has that great Irish gift. I can't make a sale. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys, Darry, you could sell something, but I can't. <laughs> I can sell it. I don't have he, the great Irish gift.
2: He also quotes Irish poets in his speeches. So that makes him... You know, 90% Irish anyway
1: because yeah. that's how most of us speak we just quote Yates Ye- uh, yeah. top George's of the morning yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I, I have a few I have a few of his gaffes which are pretty uh, oof he falsely said he was shot at in Iraq but he later clarified he was near where a shot landed so <laughs> I don't know because that really constitute. I was shot at if you walk to a hole in the ground where a bullet is Um, he also went on to say they met survivors in the 2018 parkland florida school shooting while he was vice president but the shooting happened after he left the office so there's no way he could have been vice president awkward and he also said that he was arrested while trying to visit nelson mandela in apartheid era south africa but in reality he was just detained he was also known for exaggerating so he once said that he had three degrees in college which is not true and yeah i think that's uh that's the most gaffes that i came across anyway but again i kind of think it's down to waffling i don't think it's necessarily down to malicious but again depending on which side of the political sphere you lie on it could be malicious in your in someone's eyes you know
2: oh sorry there is one more gaff in 2009 biden's off message response to a question during the beginning of the swine flu outbreak where he would advise family members against traveling on airplanes and subways and that led to a retraction from the white house And how quaint is that? (laughs) If now that would be what they're trying for people to do is just avoid. (laughs) yeah.
1: So after the accident where he lost his wife and one of his children, he said it filled him with an anger and religious doubt. And he actually wrote that he felt God had played a horrible trick on him. Uh, And it was only when he met his second wife, Jill, uh, when he found a love for politics and really a love for life again. That's nice. Yeah. She was a teacher, and it's
0: Biden's brother set him up on a blind date. I always thought that was quite nice. Oh. No Tinder now. No Tinder. <laughs> Tinder for presidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Imagine if there was Tinder for presidents. That'd be so awkward.
1: Just just presidents. So you'd have to be your president to be honest. So it'd just be like, yeah. Angela Merkel. Just for dirty Angela photos. Angela Merkel's not president, is she?
0: Yeah, it will provide presidents or prime ministers or chairs or the great dictator whatever. <laughs> Only one person per country is allowed on it.
2: <laughs> oh. Along with the gaffs, there were a few good things that Biden brought to the Obama administration. He was seen as someone that would force others to defend their position and, and to think of everything from every angle. Uh, and the quote would be that he helped counter groupthink.
1: Hmm.
2: Which I thought was a good way to put it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got more gaffes, actually. Sorry. Yep. Strangely enough, he's also
0: gotten in a little bit of trouble for... This sounds really strange, but touching women in a non-sexual way.
1: Have either you seen this in your research? Oh, the creepy Uncle Joe?
0: Kind of, yeah. I think that's related to when you... If you want to talk about memes and stuff, Connor. But a couple of women have basically accused him of, like, either touching their shoulders or sniffing their hair. But he's, he's doing it in public in, like, front of all the cameras and stuff. And it's it's... It's he's apologized and said obviously his social awkwardness has made him kind of act a bit strange. So, but it's just funny. I've never heard of getting in trouble for touching women in a non-sexual way. I just thought that was
1: an interesting it's, way to phrase. It's quite creepy at times, like this. It, it is. I've seen the picture. Yeah. It's well, creepy. there's a few though. It's there's one uh, when he met his cousin in uh, Balanat and he's like chatting to her and he has his hand like right on her face and it's just like ah, it's not nice. We can't talk about Joe Biden without talking about like, the memes that happened at kind of at the end. I think it mostly came out at the end of the Obama presidency, wasn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. The the bromance, I guess, between him and Obama was heavily pushed out there, I
1: guess. Yeah, like, there's some brilliant ones. Like, the Obama is, like, he's sitting looking really upset and Joe looks a bit kind of bemused. And Obama's like, did you replace all the toiletries with travel-sized bottles? And Biden's saying, he's got tiny hands, Barack. I want him to feel welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, talking about. Yeah, Trump. do you
1: remember that thing that, like, people for some reason yeah, got really yeah. annoyed that people said he had small hands or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I know
0: there's an always sunny episode about the lawyer conscientious of his small hands. It's very funny.
1: But yeah, I do. If, if you haven't seen many of the, the memes, just go search Biden memes and go on Google Image. It's great. Just before we move on, we should talk about Biden's son, Beau uh, and his death and how that affected Biden.
0: Yeah, basically, in 2010, in May, he was brought into hospital in Delaware, complaining of a headache, numbness and paralysis. They initially thought that he'd suffered a stroke and left it at that, and then three years later, he was admitted back into hospital again, and he was diagnosed with a brain tumour. They operated in 2013, and the cancer remained stable, and then in 2015, he was admitted again because it came back. And just ten days after he was admitted, this third time, uh, Bo Biden died at the age of 46. Naturally, this was an extremely emotional moment for his father. And um, he referenced Bo a lot in his election campaign. And I felt like I came across fairly genuine, guys. I know that sounds really mean, but like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people when they're in campaigns, they use all sorts of stuff as fodder or whatever. But like he was very emotional whenever he talked about his son and stuff, but he did bring him up a good bit. So we're at 2020 now. And for a man in his late 70s, that in theory could be the end of a fairly long and colorful life. But no, Biden decides to run for president uh, for the third time, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. But Or maybe he can't take a hint <laughs>
2: that he's not going to get it, but who knows. We probably so, shouldn't say uh, that it's the end of a 77-year-old's life. Maybe his public life or his political oh, life. Oh,
0: that's what I meant to say. Yeah,
2: yeah. Thanks, Tara. <laughs> we're just going to
0: leave this in. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of your life now. Climb into your climb into your cemetery hole. A grave plot. I can't think of words tonight. Uh. so he decides to run against Donald Trump and it was not a decision he took lightly because he was worried about the toll that it would take on his family and as always when these elections happen, there will be some sort of somebody is going to get dragged through the dirt and in Biden's family it was Hunter um, in relation to his connections to a Ukrainian company. Hunter was on their payroll for five years and there were suspicions of corruption with the company as well. So this was the main fuel for the Trump campaign to try and discredit Biden, basically. So I called it, this is this was the Hillary Clinton emails on this election, was the Hunter Biden scandal. So... Or the
2: leaked video of Grabber by the Pussy.
0: Yeah, well, that didn't even seem to... Well, again, it was just such a bizarre couple of years, but that didn't seem to do much. Well, one thing I always found interesting was So, of course, Biden won the election and beat Donald Trump to become the next president. But I feel like if Trump hadn't come in, Biden, who's kind of an old white guy with no great, you know, leaning or he's just an old white guy, basically, people would be like, oh, it's more of the same. You know, this is Mm. just the same old, same old. But I guess the fact that the past four years in America were quite kind of turbulent, Biden coming in was a lot of people found it quite refreshing. So I just thought that was kind of interesting that. You know, having an old white guy coming in was actually a massive celebration as opposed to like, we need change or, you know, what the, the kind of zeitgeist at the time in the States.
2: Yeah. 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 It's kind of a back to back to as we were.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. what they want, I guess. And that's what I think yeah. the Biden presidency has done since, um, As of recording, anyway, they've been trying to return a lot of the old vestiges of the president. Yeah. He's going to be Mm. addressing the nation every week or every day or something.
1: It's weird, though. So, like, what I would have thought, like, you get Joe Biden in, you get him kind of being steady in the ship and stuff. But he actually kind of came in and his first 24 hours, he did a lot. But he undid a lot of Trump stuff. Yeah, but he made 17 Mm. executive orders in the first 24 hours um and like some like they're big ones as well it wasn't just like there's some little admin ones but they rejoined the world health health organization he put fauci as the head of the delegation he canceled permits for the keystone oil pipeline do you know that one yeah that one was a shock that came out of nowhere yeah. as well uh, but that, i suppose that feeds into his like environmental policy um yeah, back in the yeah, 70s he's yeah. doing the what 100 day do? mask yeah. challenge so like yeah everyone has to on every federal grounds has to wear a mask now um like yeah rescinded uh, this some commission that was created under the trump administration to help reshape how public schools teach the history of slavery His new orders on covid testing social distancing he got rid of the winston churchill bust uh which caused absolute consternation in the uk they were livid did you hear any of this no. He got rid of Winston Churchill bus that Trump had in the Oval Office and the, the Brits were going mad about it. They were livid that he got rid of Churchill. They were like, what does this mean for Britain's special relationship? And it's like, oh, we just didn't want Winston Churchill in there, lads, calm down. <laughs> yeah. um, well, isn't his first trip planned to be Ireland, I think? One of his first uh, cross-country trips. Well, that makes sense. I mean, he like, he kind of, a lot of his election was written on the fact that he was Irish and he's placed a lot of store and value in being Irish. So I think that's understandable. Um, But one of his, I mean, one of the biggest things that he has done for Ireland is that he kind of made it very clear very early on that he was in support of the Good Friday Agreement and in relation to a UK-US trade agreement. And he's, like, stated very clearly um, that the UK would have to honour good friday agreement if they wanted to have a trade deal with the us which was a pretty huge deal
0: yeah he's he's really putting his eggs in that basket of ireland like he's really showing his true colors here i guess and showing pure support for irish people yeah
2: i think we should give ourselves a pat on the back for first this is the first time we've mentioned both trump and brexit in this podcast so we've done well not to mention them <laughs> until now <laughs> trump
1: <laughs> like <delightful>. brexit <laughs> yeah. coronavirus uh what else have we mentioned that's like taboo yeah saggy balls that makes- <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to make the cup know i'd love if it didn't make the cup but that bit did <laughs> like oh. <laughs> yeah so we usually end the podcast on the legacy that person has had on the world and on ireland so with biden just being elected his legacy is still being written and it'll be interesting to follow where it goes so thanks for joining us on the out of ireland podcast and join us again for next episode where we will be looking at another person probably not as a uh, current but maybe someone a bit further back music for the podcast was written and recorded by the very talented jordan o'leary
2: Military conscript military conscripts. oh my god I can't say conscription 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 no. abortion and military conscription <laughs> 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 You had it why just you, you had it you said that